This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, and uh, it is a Friday here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. That means that uh, we got a game to talk about, but we would be remiss if we did not first talk about what transpired Last Thursday night. night. Yeah, craziness. In Miami. Um, the, There's a lot to unpeel with that game. The Miami Dolphins just took it to the they really did. Ravens. Yeah. Here's a couple things I want to just get out there first. And I'm not a Ravens apologist or anything like that. But I thought the first two drives really hurt Baltimore. Because Baltimore had the ball, drove down the field very easily the first drive. A lot of Devontae Freeman settle for a field goal. Yeah. All right. Next time they get the ball, same thing. Drive right down the field. Miami's defense stiffens up near the goal line. Settle for a field goal. Tucker misses it. (laughs) So... If that would have been, you mean you mean future Hall of Famer Justin, future Tucker. Hall of Famer Justin, Tuck, best kicker ever, Hall of Famer, misses it. <laughs> so it's three nothing after two really good drives. Yes, I'm not saying six nothing would from have been that a point game breaker. on. It was over, yeah. right? I mean, from that point on, it was no more easy drives. I just wonder if the game would have went that way if it had been ten nothing to start, fourteen nothing to start, six nothing to start, but it sure didn't, and it was three nothing. They withstood the onslaught early, and then Miami took it to them. And yeah, that's something that Mike Tomlin talks about a lot of times. That oftentimes in games like that, you have to withstand the early onslaught. Yeah, right. And just right. weather the storm and then kind of mm-hmm. get through it. And they did. You know, yeah. I mean, held them to three points on two good drives. You'll take that all day long. And do you want to lay out what they did, or do you want me to? I mean, it was well, pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, they were uh, the, the Dolphins. We're putting seven guys at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. And when I say line of scrimmage, in the box. On the line the, of On the line, right. up against the line. Not in the box. I mean, just across the line. Seven-man front. And dropping four guys into coverage 10, 15 yards downfield. Mm-hmm. Like a picket fence. Yeah, they were all straight across. Straight across. And then, so essentially, they were. I'm assuming they were playing quarters defense. I assume, but you could have man concepts out of you it, could, too. Yeah. You know, right. It could be a matchup zone. Right, right, know, right. That kind of thing. I, I got the first one coming off yeah. or whatever. That kind of stuff. And then sometimes they would bring all seven. Sometimes they'd bring six mm-hmm. and drop somebody into the middle. Sometimes they'd bring five and drop some two guys into the middle. Yeah. But they were always bringing at least five. Oh, yeah. They were super aggressive. Yeah. With uh, the, 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 the rookie safety. Um, Javon Holland. Javon Holland. My, my new man crush. I, I saw last night uh, somebody, somebody tweeted this out that he blitzed 27 times in that game. That's that was the insane. most by any uh, defensive back in a game this season. Makes 27 times. I love that player, and we can get to that in a minute too. But I mean, people the Ravens threw the ball. Uh, they dropped back the pass. Well, again, that doesn't count the Lamar runs, but Lamar threw forty-three passes and got sacked four times. And was under pressure. Was under pressure a forty lot. times. He also only ran nine times for thirty-nine yards. So yeah. their their running game only produced ninety-four yards in that game. And it started good. Yeah. I mean, like I said, those first two drives, Freeman was breaking off runs, and it looked like the Dolphins. And then the Ravens the had no answer for that for that defense. No answer for it. Take it a step further, they basically had no one at the linebacker level. Right. They had linebackers on the field, and when we say that seven-man front, they weren't all defensive linemen. I right. Mean, Holland was always in the seven-man front. I mean, yeah, you got some some fast guys in a lot of fast run, guys that can run Lamar down. Yeah, Baker's a 225-pound linebacker. And you can, you that can, can run. do that because you don't fear their run game. 
That's a thing. I mean, yeah. it's not like they're just going to brutalize you with this big. Yeah, it's heavy not run like oh, hey, there's Nick Chubb in the backfield. If he breaks a tackle, he's going to go right here. There's or Freeman J.K. Dobbins. Break. Exactly right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, if Freeman gets loose, well, okay, it's a ten yard gain, but we'll catch him. <laughs> you know, I mean, Lev Bell isn't running away from anybody. Yeah, he's anymore, not. Right. He's not breaking off a forty yarder against no. this year. So they had a lot of athletes on the field. I'm curious. I mean, there wasn't many 300-pounders on the field. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was a lot of athletes. And even going back to, like, Lamar's rookie year, the, the Chargers did that. You know, yeah. just put a lot of athletes on the field. You got to – nose tackles, are contrary to popular belief, aren't going to stop the Ravens. That's what I – you, know, you know, when when, when the Steelers um, lost Javon Hargrave, that was the first argument that people came at me. Like, well, oh, how are they going to stop the Ravens? I'm like – Nose tackle's not helping you stop the Ravens. They'll help you against the Brownies. Yeah, it'll help you against the Browns. It's not helping you against the Ravens. <laughs> exactly. You just need speed, and even if you're a slightly lesser athlete than Lamar, I need you 11 guys an that can get yeah. an angle and can can at least run on the field. And the Cam Haywards of the world count, and the Tuits of the yeah. world count. You know, I mean, you can't just play with a bunch of 220-pounders, period. Um, but the Casey Hamptons of the world aren't doing you no. any good. No. Um, however... Well, first of all, the Ravens are going to see that a lot now. I mean, I mean, fortunately for them, they have 10 days to prepare for their next opponent because they better get used to seeing that strategy used against them. It's a risky one, though. <laughs> you know, I mean, if they can block it up one out of three plays or one out of ten plays, get the ball to Marquise Brown or Bateman or whoever, he breaks one tackle, it's a house call. Or if Lamar can scramble around like a maniac, out of play by two seconds and Marquise Brown can get behind that corner, it's a house call. Or if Lamar can break one tackle, step up, and then it's him with a blocker or two against those four, might be a house call. So there's big plays to allow by doing that, but I thought it was really interesting. He averaged 5.5 yards per pass attempt last night. They looked confused. He's yelling at people on the sidelines. It's also a really young receiving core. Like, yeah, you're, people are going to blame the quarterback. Oh, he's dumb. He can't figure these things out. Well, he looked confused. The coaching staff looked confused. And the receivers have a responsibility, too. Like, their hot routes have to be perfect, and you yeah. got to break it just off. And the offensive line was flat-out exposed, too. I mean, that line's bad, especially they, in protection. They were 2-for-14 on third downs. Hmm. Um, I bet a lot of third and longs. They ran 70 offensive plays and produced 304 yards. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, 4.3 yards per play. Yeah, right. Not that Miami was was way better. I mean, most of their no, yardage the came was, on two big chunk plays. What was it, 6-3 going into the fourth quarter? I yeah. Think, you know, right. Um, but they did enough to win that football game. They did. And they shut that offense down. They really did. They and really did. Baltimore's defense is not built this year to play. Like, the breakdowns. That they oh, have. Yeah. Anthony Everett stinks. I was going to say, he's the biggest problem. He's, he's the candy bar. Oh, yeah. He's the guy. He's, he's Waldo, yeah. yeah. He's the Snickers. You find him, you go at him every every play. You, yeah. you run different stuff at him. And, and there's no answer. The, the trade deadline is passed. Oh, no, they don't have. They were trying to short. acquire. The, 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 the rumor was, or, or the reports were, that they were trying to make a trade for Xavier Howard. They know it's a problem. Okay. Yeah, that would make perfect sense. Yeah. He would be a perfect guy to go after. Uh, who made a big play last night? Yeah, um, yeah, they're a corner short, and they're always going to be. Might be two corners short, it, it, right? And um, they're very corner based. You know, we said that when the because they want to blitz, happened. right? Do they want to blitz heavy? Because they don't have a lot of natural pass rushers. They hope Oway turns into that. 
Judon's gone. I mean, they don't have they don't have the Watson. I mean, they don't have great pass rushers. Yeah, they all have. Calais role. Campbell's not that guy anymore. No, I mean he's disruptive and he's yeah. good, but you know, limited snaps. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say about the? You, you mentioned the worst coverage bust I've ever seen. Oh. <laughs> Give or take. You, know, you will not see a guy any more open than uh, Albert Wilson. Was it Albert? Yeah, Albert Wilson it was. was. Yeah. On that that sixty four yard catch and run, he was like the only one on the television. He was, was the like only one on that Green side Graf. of the field. <laughs> right, yeah. and he went in motion. Like he came in jet jet. Mo- you think the Steelers are like ooh? Everyone's going to be. <laughs> Everybody's doing going to be going ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm sure the Ravens will figure things out. Again, they have a long week. I never want to overreact to Thursday night football, especially road teams, because they had very little prep. But. Things were exposed, to say the least. Yeah. You know, and give Tua credit. I mean, he comes off the bench with a broken finger, and was he great? No, but he was better than Brissett. And you know, Waddle and Holland and Tua and some of their younger guys played well. You know, I mean, they're, they're, it's a better team probably than what they've shown to this point. I'm not I, sure I, they're I, as good as last year, but you know, I think if 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 I'm John Harbaugh, maybe the most disappointing thing was after they give up that long pass play. Mm-hmm. Miami ran the ball on them pretty well to get in to, to score a touchdown. Yeah, that put the game out of reach. If they get a, if they've hold them to a field goal in that situation, they at least still have a chance. Yeah. They'd have been down eight. They at least had a chance with you know two minutes left or just under two minutes left. They've been such a quote clutch team in you know fourth and, quarter yeah. and they were clearly the inferior team at the end of the I game. Think, I think before and that... I'm sure the heat and humidity helped, and, you know, yeah. there are no doubt. But they can't, they can't say that they were on the field too much because they're They off, ran 70 plays. They ran 70 plays right, and right. Miami ran 61. The, the time possession was very similar. It was like yeah. a minute difference or so, you know. Um, Gaskin, I, I believe I looked at one point, he had eight carries for 11 yards going into that yeah. final drive and he finished with 14 for 31. Not great. But when it but, mattered, but when it mattered, they right. ran the and it's Miles Gaskin running the football. They're the worst week. running game in the league. Yeah, I mean they pass the ball the highest percentage in the league because they stink at the run, <laughs> and I think they have the worst line in the league. Yeah, you know, so I mean that's what they did that late in the game, and they even had that that late. It, it was a, a false start when they had they had first and they could, they could get up they could pick up a first down, mm-hmm. but it was like second and two. They get a false start to push it back to second and seven. Yeah. And they immediately give up a, a first down run mm-hmm. down to the one. It's like. And then the other thing we didn't mention is when the Ravens, quote, made it interesting, came back, pretty penalty aided drive. <laughs> you know, anyone that watched, I mean, right? The first, the first roughing the passer penalty was legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He landed with his body weight on, on Jackson. Yeah, that could call it every the time. The second one. He could have run in, uh, and hit him with a pillow and it would have done more damage. Oh, yeah. I mean, he hit him kind of high. I see what the refs saw, but that should he not didn't hit him in be the head. a penalty. No, it should not be a penalty. At and all. that was Javon Holland again. Oh, my guy. Yeah, coming <laughs> off the edge. <laughs> yep, does it all. Quick Holland note. I mean, this is because he had me so excited. I liked him at Oregon, too. But, yeah, I did. Uh, I mean, he was – he's 205 pounds. I, somebody had him as their number one safety, I believe. In the Was draft. that you? That was me. Who was the number one safety? I'm trying to think of that. Who, who Morig was uh, – Morig went ahead yeah. of him. I don't know if he no, did or Moore not. I don't went, think he did. Yeah, I don't think he did. I, I had Holland. Nobody went super early. I had Holland. I had Holland and Moerig one and one and two. There was yeah. some other guys. Moerig's been good for the yeah. Raiders too. Um, but anyway, this guy, he's two hundred five pounds. He's physical, as you said. He can blitz well. He can just run, doesn't run yeah. a field. I mean, he's fast. He can play the run. He's physical. He can play too high. He can play man coverage against tight ends and running backs. And here's my favorite thing: he's their punt returner. Like. Yeah. 
it's not because they don't have anybody. They have Albert Wilson. Yeah, they're and paying all Albert Wilson a whole lot of money to be <laughs> right. that guy. This guy's like Jabril Peppers at Michigan. You yeah. know, what I mean, like we just want him to get the football. He's a dynamic player. Yeah, uh, the fallout from all of that mm-hmm. is that the Ravens are now six and three, and, and they're lucky to be six. And, and they're lucky to be six yes. and three. If the Steelers beat the Lions on Sunday, yep, the Steelers are also six and three. But based on tiebreakers, the Steelers would be the number one seed or the number one first place division winner, right? right yeah. In the AFC North, yeah, I know it's remarkable that we're at that point. Um, can you do me a quick favor? Can you pull up the Ravens' schedule? Because I was doing a radio hit on the way here with Stan, and he pulled up their next like four or five games. You think Steelers have a tough schedule coming up? Everybody I mean, in the AFC North does, <laughs> right? I mean, this Everybody. is going great here. Yeah. You know? I mean, and side note, while you're doing it, I'm sure we'll talk about it throughout the next hour or so. Browns Patriots is going to be a battle. I mean, yeah. don't think that they're just going to roll over the Pats. Yeah. You know? It's at Chicago. Right. I mean, that's a much harder game than it looked a month ago. Right. Then they play Cleveland. Yes. At home. Then they're at Pittsburgh. Right. Then they're at Cleveland. And you know what Cleveland's Cleveland's got a bye week in between. Cleveland has Baltimore by Baltimore. I think that's a massive advantage for the Browns. Then they host Green Bay. Yeah. What will Aaron Rodgers do to that secondary? Right. Do you think he's going to pick on Waldo? Oof. Then they're at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's already blown them out in Right. We've seen that already. Then they get the Chargers. Or, I'm sorry, then they get the uh, Rams, I should say, at home. The Rams look pretty good. Look, good luck with that. Yeah. I think that passing game will exploit that. Uh, well, they got four receivers now. Yeah. I mean, and Baltimore's got one corner. And they finish up at home against Pittsburgh to finish the season. There's no gimmies. I yeah. Mean, there's no gimmies. I, I had. I had uh, uh, That's some, worse than the Steelers. Somebody, yeah, well, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I, I don't know how good. Like, I, I tweeted something out yesterday, last night after the game about the Steelers moving into first place with a win. And somebody in the local media tweeted out, "Yeah, but the schedule for them gets so much harder down. They they, they start they, they're done with the JV part of the schedule, something like that. The big mm. boys are rolling into town for them." I'm like, "Weren't the Bills and the Browns supposed to be the big boys? Green Bay's a big boy. Green boy, yeah. Green Bay, you lost that game, but mm-hmm. you beat the Bills and the Browns. Yeah, Browns are a good team. I mean, like I'm on the road. Watching. Right, right, right. You beat both of those teams on the road. Yeah, yeah. The first half wasn't the Steelers easy. haven't lost to a team with a losing record this year. No, no, right, right. I mean, so I think we'll look back at the, at the schedule, Bears game. I'm like, it, 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 it's Lions this week. That's an easy game. By NFL standards, that's an easy yeah. game. At Chargers, at Bengals. Again, okay. Is, are, are those going to be any more daunting than going into Cleveland or going into no, right, right, right. going into Buffalo in the opener? The whole AFC and the whole division has strengths and weaknesses, but there's not dominant teams. Yeah, you got so. two left against the Ravens. Do they look like world beaters? I don't think so. No, I haven't no, thought so absolutely. all year. Right, right, the right. The record was good, but they, you know, they've been, it's kind of been a house of cards a little yeah. bit. At the Vikings, do they look like world beaters? They're in a bad place right now. Too. Yeah. Right. The Titans are here. Mm-hmm. The t- that's a weird one, too. I know we're going to talk about the this week's schedule in yeah, the next yeah, yeah. segment. Why are the Saints only two-and-a-half-point underdogs in Tennessee it this just week? came out Kamara's probably not going to play. Why are the Saints <laughs> right? I don't get that at all. I, that, that makes does Vegas know something? I, I, that, that, There's like two or three lines this week. Yeah. That I'm kind of a little confused about at the Chiefs, which it looks a lot better now than it did in the preseason. Heck of a lot easier now than it did. Then you get the Browns here and at the Ravens, mm-hmm. and we know 
two or three of those teams are going to look a lot different then than now, too. I mean, we, we're not here to predict the future. But the Chiefs might this, have it all figured out. You get the six or, and you know. three now this week. You got to go four and four the rest of the way to get to ten. Ten's gonna get you in. Ten will get you in. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that schedule. I can find ten wins on there. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, yeah, I mean I'm not sure I'm predicting it. I mean, right. They're uh, going to have to play better, you know, than they have at times this year. Mm-hmm. But again, they've gone into Buffalo and gone into Cleveland, right, and won and and did it. You know, I'm not saying the offense, the offense is, has been what it's been all season long, but the defense rose up in both of those games and shut down. Buffalo couldn't throw the ball in that game. No, that's right, what they right, wanted right. to do. The Browns couldn't run the ball in the game against the Steelers. That's like they if they want to right, shut. Right. If they they what we've seen thus far out of the Steelers this year is if they want to go in and shut something down against an opponent defensively they, they want to shut yeah. the opponent's strength down whether it's Adams it. or Waller right. or the running game or you know Stephon pick Diggs one or, thing yeah. yeah everyone always talks about Belichick picks that thing you know they're very capable of doing that without question if it's going to be we're going to exploit this guy or we're going to make them do play left handed is what yeah. everyone always talks about with Belichick they can absolutely do that. Is the defense quite as good as it's been in the last couple of years? Probably not. You know, I mean, it's not. They're not creating as many big plays. You yeah. know, but I know people. People will point to the to the kind of the second half meltdowns that they've had the last few weeks, three of the last yeah. four weeks. Here's the thing, and, and I, I wrote about this today. I I think the th- the reason why they're getting some of these situations is because opponents. Mike Tomlin calls the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, let's 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 you know, let's not it's pretend. It's not a huge secret. Yeah, You're right. Um, they've been in situations where he's thought that the opponents would come out passing mm-hmm. down fourteen points or down you know whatever in the second halves of these games. Seattle's a perfect example. Yeah, right. Don't let the big play to Metcalf right. or Lockett. You know, but because I don't believe that opponents fear the Steelers' offense. That's the key. They're willing to continue to run the football. So the Steelers are playing a, in a pass type defense, mm-hmm. or in the, in the case against the Browns, they're loading up to stop the run, and everybody's wondering, why are they getting these guys open down the field? Because the Steelers are playing the run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These last couple, these games, late in games. And I the, guess you could fault Tomlin for that a little, you know, not having a great grasp of what his opponent sees his team as. But, I mean... Have you done enough to win the game? Yeah, that's, that's the, key. the Yeah, you've won four in a row. I, I mean... In many ways, the Steelers' offense is an anchor that's un- that you just need to work around. <laughs> right? You know, I, I mean, mean, we we said we said it last year. We've said it again this year. They just need to be average. They need to be average, right? And they're getting they're getting in that they're getting into that yeah. right. Uh, a couple things while you were talking there, I do think we'll look back at the Bears game two months from now and be like, oh, they won ugly. Bears are better than we think. Yeah. You know, kind of like that Bengals loss. Like, Bengals weren't a joke when they lost to the Bengals. I know Fields didn't, didn't take off right away like the, the Ravens did when, when they put Jackson in the lineup a few years ago. Right. But, but they're going to be a, a pain in the you-know-what to play against the rest of the way. When it's all said and done, he might be offensive rookie of the year. I mean, like— He, uh, he now knows? gets it. He now gets it, right. Yeah. They're hard to play against. Like, the Ravens are getting them at the wrong time. The Browns got them at the right time. Yeah. Steelers are getting them right at the right at the wrong time, in my opinion. I'm not predicting they're going to win the Super Bowl or anything, but they're not— They're going to win. Team. They're going to win. They're 3-6 they're and six right now, 3-7, and seven, whatever yeah. they are. They're, they're going to finish with— Probably six or seven wins. They'll get Khalil Mack back. They'll yeah. play tight. You know, they're they're not going to be a pushover by any means. Um, what else were we talking about there? Oh, I mean, they were a playoff team last year. They were a playoff team. Yeah. I mean, they were a bit they of get a, some pieces a playoff there. team. Right, right, right. Um, 
mixed feelings about this too. You always want a superstar. But this isn't the NBA where Jordan and, you know, LeBron or... Can carry. Right. He's or, one out of five on the floor and he can just take over. Right. And we just clear out and you got to deal with that guy. Yeah. You know, like, it's great to have Lamar and Wilson and Allen and Mahomes and Rodgers. And he's in that neighborhood of superstardom in this league. But the guys I just mentioned are either not playing great or have missed time. And... It's a little bit difficult to be so dependent on a superstar in this game. It, it, it's Play not 17 Lemieux, games, it's not LeBron. You're, you know? you're probably in 17 games going to have five, six really good ones. Mm-hmm. Five to six. Eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe maybe if you're really good, you only have, you know, maybe you have seven or eight yeah, yeah, eh, yeah. games. But you're going to have bad games. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Greg Cosell and Ron Jaworski wrote a book together, and they're like best friends. And Cosell learned a ton from Jaws, and he references this a lot. So I'm stealing a third-hand information. Jaws always said there were two games every year. I just didn't have it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like a pitcher. It's, it's you bound know, to happen. You're throwing right? you're throwing a ball. Right. You know, there are times where for pitchers where you go out there and you don't have a curveball or yeah. a fastball, you can't locate it. You know baseball it. way better than you me. Know, I'm you, sure that happens. You just can't throw it for a strike, you, and you try. You figure out a way to try to gut your way through five mm-hmm. or six innings. I'm sure the and Nolan the really Ryans good pitchers and Maddox's, figure that out. Yeah, that have been around the yeah. block like, boy, I don't got it, but I can't let them know that. But, yeah. I mean, man, my curveball stinks today. Yeah, you know? It's not breaking <laughs> you know? at all. But if I can get through six or seven innings and fudge my way through it, great. Yeah. You know. And quarterbacks have those kind of things. Oh, where you yeah. just can't, uh, uh, you know. Dak Prescott was bad last week. Oh, yeah. Allen was bad. Might have been the worst game Dak Prescott's ever played in his career. Absolutely. Right. But he's a great player. I mean, you I looked I mean? at one point, he was like eight for 24 or something like that, throwing right. the football. Timing and rhythm are yeah. off and just not seeing it right. Ball's not coming out of your hands perfectly. You know, whatever it is, your wife yelled at you in the morning. I mean, whatever. I mean, they're yeah. human beings. You know, they're not going to, you know, so it's wonderful. I'm not saying it's better to have an ailing old Ben than it is to have Lamar or Rodgers or anything like that. But when you're super dependent on one superstar, and I think the Ravens are maybe more than any team in the league, there's going to be some ups and downs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, that that guy has the bad game or a bad day. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he had a bad game last night. I, I didn't think he was the problem. But I thought that the, the, Dolphins, the, blame, but... the Dolphins made it a very difficult day for him. Very much so. Very and much so. They weren't able to – they didn't have anybody else step up to the plate and say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to win this game. And, and I'm very fond of both Ravens coordinators – but I bet Harbaugh has a talk with both those guys and say, "Hey, you help, you you hurt the team this game too. You didn't help us." Well, he get said out of the after problems. the game, "We didn't we didn't we didn't coach very well. We didn't uh, we got outcoached." Yeah, that was apparent. Yeah, we got outcoached. And oh, by the way, you've said this many times, and I 100 percent agree with you. Flores is a really good coach. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about the Dolphins, their problems are team building, and uh, yeah. it's not the coach. Their, their problem the is more seat, crazy. on the GM to me. I don't know how oh. much I don't know how much power Brian Flores has in terms of. I bet not a lot. Probably He's a first not. time head coach, yeah. and you know. But, I mean, their free agent spending, their draft picks have been bad, but they got a coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think he's, in terms of getting uh, his guys baggage. to play yep. for him, making Scheming, the right moves. Smart, yeah. yeah, in-game adjustments, you know. They got a lot of special teams last year. I mean, does the little things. Yeah, so yeah. interesting. It certainly uh, makes the uh, division quite interesting. Uh, because Browns-Patriots might be the most interesting game of the week for me. It's it's going to be fascinating to watch that one. That's, Especially that's kind of, Chubb. Yeah. You know, Baker better be ready. He's going to see some stuff. Games. Bill's yeah. going to say, hey, Baker, if you can beat us, great. And yeah. he won't have to dedicate as much to the run without Chubb there 
I think that's a bad matchup for the Brownies. Yeah, I just don't know if if Mac Jones because let's face it, the the Raven or the the Browns defense will slog things up for them a little bit too. I don't know what the over under is, but I'm betting under. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that might be first one to thirteen. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be a difficult Lots of punts. game. Special teams will be key. You know. Yeah, but but uh, that's what the Patriots do. I, I saw something last night uh, again, or maybe it was this morning. I forget now, but they all run together. I think there's already been like. Ten teams that have lost this year is is more than touchdown favorites. Wow! I mean, it's. I guess I'm not shocked. It, that's the way the league has gone this year. You know, beware, I, Steelers. I don't know who's good. I don't know who's you know. Right, right, right. The bad teams can. This is the thing. It's the NFL. Yeah, yeah. You know, the the worst team, the Detroit Lions, tomorrow or su- Sunday, Sunday, I should say. You look at their roster. Every player in their roster was one of the top players on his college team. Sure. If not the top player. And it's one of the worst rosters in the league. Yeah. You know, it just shows how the, the elite I mean, talent is. was a top league. 10 draft pick. You know, they, they've got guys. Oh, they got guys. Penny Stools, I mean, yeah. Decker, those guys are first-round tackles. What if the Steelers don't get any pressure because those tackles are great? They might be. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't know. And, yeah. but, and the biggest thing that scares me about that game is two weeks to prepare, desperate, desperate team that has nothing to lose, super aggressive head coach that'll do anything. You know what you're getting. Yeah, you have no idea. you got to be prepared for everything. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, we'll take a look at that slate of games in this week, uh, week 10. Uh, we'll do that right after this. Black and gold football lives here. What a play! 24-7. You're listening to SNR. 